0: Did you know that, that we slowly, by, by constant shock, our threshold rises? It has to be a bigger shock, a bigger shock, a big, and those other things. And what that's called is we're getting hardened, we're getting insulated, we're getting conditioned to the needs of fellow humans all around us so that we can start going through life. And we don't see any difference between... The people standing, you know, at Westnage and I-94 off-ramp with their little signs, we don't see any difference between them and the people in the news. And they're all just at arm's length. And I'm no more responsible for getting water into that Kurdish refugee on that mountaintop in northern Iraq than I am to do anything with that person holding the sign that says, you know, I'm hungry. We're insulated. We're isolated we're slowly hardened to thinking I have any responsibility they should go to the mission uh, they should go to loaves and fishes the government should be doing more they're taking so much of our income and we just we just comfort ourselves and God says no I don't want that happening inside of you You are living and working in a sin-stained society. I don't want you to get hardened. So now look at Isaiah 58, starting in verse 6. Look at just verse 6 with me. And think what God is saying. God desires for us, the people that have ears to hear him, to seek biblical deliverance for people captivated by enslaving sins around us by telling them the gospel. Now this is what's interesting. When Jesus started his ministry, he didn't start it as a social work, feeding and clothing the, the needy and hungry. He started out primarily as a gospel enterprise. Secondarily, he did heal and feed and say, you know, help give alms to the poor. Gospel is always preeminent. Now, see, that's what's so easy. We can get all caught up with digging better wells in Africa, and of course, they would never listen to the gospel anyway, so let's at least dig them a well. There was never that option to separate. Now, what we do separate is we preach the gospel without digging them a well. Jesus never did that. You understand that? Now, the new iteration is we dig the well without preaching the gospel. He never did that either. The gospel is primary. It's right here. Look at verse 6. Look what he says. Is not this a fast? This is a longing I've chosen for you, to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens. This is the vocabulary of sin-destroyed lives all around us. Remember, that's how Jesus... I mean, turn over to Isaiah 61.1. It's on the other side of my page. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is how Jesus started his ministry in Luke 4. Because the Lord is anointing me to preach the good tidings to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. You know what? Jesus was not advocating a social revolution. Did you know he didn't empty one prison? He didn't go and get, I mean, he had 30,000 people. They could have overwhelmed every Roman outpost and let out all the political prisoners. There were good Jews that were unlawfully convicted and put into jail. He never advocated social revolution, ever. On the contrary, he said, if you see some unreasonable Roman soldier that's making you carry his pack for a mile, which was the law, carry it for two and say, hey, I'm supposed to honor Caesar. Let me carry your pack. And if someone sues you for your shirt, give them your coat too. Tell them, hey, all that work, why don't you take more? They'll go, are you crazy? You say, no. I have the compassion and love of Jesus Christ. And you are living for this world, and your coat and shirt are going to burn up but I'm going to live forever (laughs) so you can take all you want because this isn't really what I'm living for.